Welcome. <clears throat> My apologies. Sorry. Hold on. My apologies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another IMCO with myself, Jonathan Chan. So glad that you can join me today for lunch live uh, virtually here on Facebook Live. And uh, so another IMCO, another week. And when we look back at this past week, what topped the news this past week? that I can offer you a Christian opinion, my Christian opinion to you. Well, uh, the picture on my right or to your left is what topped the news this past week. Um, if you were aware or you were reading some of the uh, top headlines, recently, this past Monday, there was a rally or a demonstration uh, of, a group of, of a group of people uh, just bring to the public's attention that of of the ongoing escalating anti-Asian hate crimes that have been going on in this province. And one of the articles uh, wrote about this demonstration, and uh, the headline was actually quite shocking. Uh, it was on the uh, CTV News. And uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I included the link at the bottom of this description. This CTV News, this article was one of many articles. News 1130 also had one. CBC, the local CBC Vancouver News also had one talking about this particular headline. And the headline goes like this. Um, it says, data shows Vancouver had the highest number of anti-Asian hate crimes in North America in 2020. That's shocking. Vancouver having the highest number of anti-Asian hate crimes in North America? Um, now, if you're like me who follow uh, the news on CNN, uh, CBS, uh, you know, the NBC, I, I watch all those news channels as well that's happening in the, in the States. I find that very shocking because um, there are quite a few hate crime, Asian hate crimes down there as well, notably in San Francisco, and also the recent shootings in Minnesota, uh, where a shooter just gunned down a, um, a few, uh, quite a few Asians, uh, um, uh, Asian women down in Minnesota. So you probably heard that story as well. So it's kind of shocking then, not kind of, it is shocking to know that this data, this recent study, uh, now let me see here, it's done by the um, the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism Extremism at California State University San Bernardino, San Bernardino. did I pronounce that right, San Bernardino? Um, so they did a study and it showed that Vancouver saw more reported anti-Asian hate crimes in 2020 than any other city in North America. Vancouver, our beloved city. Um, the one, the city that I that I thought that would be the nicest place to live and uh, the nicest people around, but apparently I'm wrong, and um, unfortunately, uh, to many Asians and uh, in this article that they've interviewed, it's not surprising. Now, being born here and born and raised in uh, 
in this province, uh, born and raised in Coquitlam. Uh, just a case in point, personally, um, from grades one to seven, I was pretty much one of two token Asians in our school. Um, racism has been always around, uh, especially anti-Asian racism and anti-Asian hate. It's just, I think, um, what this article is saying as I'm reading through this, as I read it, is that it's always been there. It's always been escalating. But it was not until recently, this past year or this past two years of COVID, that it just went made public, that uh, it became more uh, publicized, it became more known because, hey, there are more and more people that want to put blame on something. And the most likely likely to blame are Asians for this COVID-19. And that's what the article is saying here. So, and so that's what topped the news this past week. The, uh, the study that was found that Vancouver <laughs> topped the, the North America with the anti-Asian hate crimes. But also it's intriguing that um, they were saying how this was done in the States. Uh, this study was done, done in the States. And uh, one of the uh, surveyors said, even admitted that uh, um, culture is different between Vancouver and, and down in the States. When, and what does he mean by that? He means that like um, down in the States, um, Asians down there don't really uh, report claims, nor do they know what qualifies as a hate crime. And so there are fewer reported claims in the States than it is in Canada. So case in point, here's an example that he said. In Alabama, there are literally zero anti-Asian hate crimes. Zero. Now, does that mean that there are none? No, it's just that there are no no one to no one there making a claim, uh, because uh, uh, he he states that there may be people that don't even know what qualifies as a hate crime. So that's uh, an interesting point in this article as well, and this was repeated in News Eleven Thirty and also in CBC when I was reading it. Now. Uh, the most interesting point in the article is actually way at the bottom. If you're right now with me scrolling through that article, uh, if you scroll with me all the way to the bottom, it's an interesting point made by one of the interviewees. Here, let me quote it again. I wrote it in the description, but let me quote it again. Uh, they were interviewing uh, a person named uh, Miss Leong, and she said that, quote, we need to normalize stories around racial, racial trauma rather than minimizing it or saying, oh, well, it's not happening to me right now. So I don't really want to talk about it, end quote. Leong told CTV News, quote, the more we keep these stories hidden, the more everyone else thinks, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe we're past this racism issue. The reality is that we're not, end quote. Minimizing. That's what I want to talk about this uh, today in our IMCO it's the cost of minimizing. And I was dwelling on this uh, article and what she said, and I agree with her that um, if we continue to minimize these uh, hate crimes and minimize even our experiences of Asian hate, then it does no good to actually provide any solutions to this issue. Instead, it's actually feeding it. It's feeding to the problem. So let's jump right into my takeaways 
for today on minimizing. So uh, one of the, number one is just because it's not happening to you or to me, it doesn't mean that it's not serious. Minimizing is actually selfish. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I hate to say it, but I, I, I read comments, okay? I read comments on uh, posts bought, done by 11.30 and CTV News, and I, I'm saddened to see some of the comments made by people. They would say, um, especially Asians. So I'm talking to you Asians here as well. You and me alike, peer-to-peer. Uh, we say, well, it's not happening to me, so maybe it's not a bad thing. Maybe it's only an isolated event. Maybe it's only this and that. Like, it's, I haven't had, experienced any racism uh, or any hate against me, so maybe it doesn't exist. I want to say to you, maybe you're not aware. Maybe the, uh, you've been inculcated with uh, the mentality that, uh, that what is known to be hate crimes it's happened so often to you or I that we don't even notice it anymore, that we make it a norm. And just like the folks in Alabama, the Asians in Alabama, they think it's the normal thing. Oh, you know, um, that, that, the way they treat me, it's probably a normal thing. It probably happens to everyone. So therefore, I won't I call it a hate crime, an anti-Asian hate crime. No, that's actually wrong. Uh, just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean it's not serious. It, it could be that we're just inculcated with that type of culture. We're convinced that that is the right way of thinking or the right way of acting towards agents, and therefore we ignore it. But we can't. And that's the danger of minimizing. Minimizing tends to make things that are, have happened frequently, they make it look like it's right. And it's not. It's wrong. The more frequent it is does not make it right. And so uh, we cannot minimize that. And that's the cost of minimizing. The cost of minimizing is actually normalizing bad behavior. Um, bad behavior such as anti-Asian hate crimes. And so that's a, the, my first point. Just because it's not happening to us, it does not mean it's not serious. Just because we don't notice it does not mean it's not there. It's quite possibly it's there. It's just that we're not, we can't distinguish it anymore because it has happened to us often. And to minimize actually is selfish, actually, because it's almost right down to the point where we say, well, it's not happened to me. Maybe it's just them. They're, they're, they did it to themselves. They provoked it and they, they got what they deserve. No, that's a selfish attitude. And uh, it, this, is, this is serious stuff. The anti-Asian anti hate crimes are serious. Just look at the news. It's, uh, there has been frequent hate crimes almost every week has been reported. And it's been so reported, so often reported, that it's no longer being reported because, unfortunately, it may have become a norm. So kudos to my uh, friend who, uh, start, who did a rally, uh, who organized that rally, Thank you for um, bringing that to the attention to the public again, just so that we, have, we can uh, galvanize a solution to find solutions to this issue, to this anti-Asian uh, hate crimes. Number two, why do we minimize? Here's another, uh, from, so as I was thinking about this and dwelling on it, 
uh, the question that came up to my mind was why do we uh, minimize it? And after reading some comments again, it's almost like if we bring out the to the attention that these hate crimes are against Asians, and that uh, and we're bringing it to the public's attention, it seems like we fear that uh, now we have us Asians have to be on our best behavior whenever we step out into the public, i.e. we fear of being hypocritical. Well, just an FYI for all of you who are thinking that way. No, it's not hypocritical. In fact, everyone, regardless of what ethnic group that you're from, should be on your best behavior when we go out into public. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're Asian, whether you're Southeast Asian, whether you're uh, Caucasian, uh, whether you're European, European, maybe they're the same. Everyone has to be in their best behavior when they go out. So no, it shouldn't be something that shouldn't, we shouldn't minimize this anti-Asian hate crime um, to minimize it just because we fear that we may be called out or maybe we called out for hypocrisy. No. The reason why there is anti-Asian hate crimes is because of what's supposed to be like um, for everyone of all ethnic groups is now isolated to just one particular ethnic group and is being hurt by it. And people are putting all their blame onto this ethnic group. And that's wrong. Lastly, there is no love in minimizing. Rather, there are costs such as victim blaming. Oh boy. Did I see that often in, uh, in those Facebook posts and comments and below and all the YouTube uh, comments? Uh, I see a lot of the, the comments being made of saying, oh, they deserved it, or they provoked it, or they deserve what was coming. Well, I don't think those ladies who got shot in those massage parlors in Minnesota deserve what they got. And, uh, and to minimize it and by victim blaming, saying that they provoked it, it's just absolutely wrong, especially for us Christians who do that. Um, for us Christians to victim blame, it's the absolutely uh, not out of love. There is no grace, there's no mercy, and there's no love in, those, in victim blaming. And so we should stop. Uh, the cost of minimizing it, I find in uh, when I see people minimizing this uh, anti-Asian hate crimes is um, their mentality is about victim blaming. And no, we cannot uh, victim blame. Just to be good, we cannot say, oh, they provoked it. May many of the cases on the news were unprovoked. A lot of the Asian hate crimes were unprovoked. Uh, if you heard of one uh, elderly uh, Asian lady, she was just punched for no apparent reason. Another one was, uh, was, uh, was just taken out uh, in front of a store with no apparent reason. So these things have to stop. And we cannot victim blame for that. That's minimizing, and that's not out of love. Now, I did see a few uh, Christian comments from Christians who I know, and they would quote, unfortunately, they would quote uh, some Bible passages that are totally out of context. However, I have to bring it up anyway. So one of them brought up this passage here in Romans 8.18. And Paul was saying, I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. It's, um, it's interesting how uh, they, the, uh, people would use this context, use this verse 
to minimize the extreme seriousness of the anti-Asian hate crimes. In fact, I think uh, it doesn't, it's not even anti-Asian hate crimes per se. It's in general about minimizing other people's suffering. Oh, no big deal. You know, um, your sufferings do not compare to the glory that is coming will be revealed in us. That's a misread of this verse. The reason why I say that is here. Our present sufferings is not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. This glory is so great, right? Okay, we get that. But do you realize it takes that amount of glory, God's glory, in order to take away our suffering? So in other words, Jesus did take our sufferings really seriously because it took a lot of glory to, to match that and go beyond that, to overwhelm it and conquer our sufferings. You see that in that passage? God saw our sufferings. God saw the evil in this world, including the anti-Asian hate crimes. He saw all that evil and, it's, and he took it seriously, so seriously that Jesus, that he sent his son to die and to conquer that evil. He sent his son to die to conquer that evil. That's how he took it seriously. He took it so seriously, it costed Jesus's life to do so, to, co- to conquer it. And to, of course, to raise to life, to conquer the, the punishment of that, of that evil. And so we shouldn't um, just, uh, so here's my Christian opinion today to conclude. We should not minimize. In fact, for us as Christians, we shouldn't even use theology to minimize this type of evil that's happening around us in this world, in our own city of Vancouver. We cannot say that. Uh, these type of sufferings are not worth comparing to to the glory that is awaiting us. No, it was serious enough that it costed Jesus' life. This evil that exists in our city is serious enough that it costed Jesus his life. And he saw it serious enough to in order that he that there was needed God's glory to conquer it. Not any type of glory. Not just a little bit of glory, but it has to be God's glory to conquer it and to overwhelm it and to obliterate it. And so if he saw it that way, shouldn't we as Christians see anti-Asian hate crimes that way as well? Shouldn't we see all evil the same way with seriousness that it needs to be addressed, that there needs to be a resolution and that there needs to be action towards it so that we can so that it be eradicated? All right. That's it from me. Um, I hope you enjoyed this IMCO. Uh, It will be posted. The recording will be posted on our podcast. But till next time, uh, if you have any questions, comments, opinions that you want to shoot over to me, uh, the website is going to be posted up right after this. And so send it over through our contact page. And I would love to hear from you. So again, till next time, have a blessed week. Thank you.